Bridge, how was that for you, Crystal? It was pretty, pretty exciting. Yeah, I started, I started going down so many rabbit holes. I was like, okay, wait, <laughs> we're just doing w- one topic this week. Put notes on the back burner for a future episode, and I already sent you an idea. Yes. So it's exciting. We're excited. Do do do. But yeah, so we are doing a part two of scary tales. The the what the truth behind Disney's fairy tales. Yes, so. the real the real actual fairy tales, not the happy fun time version that Disney puts out. Right. Our most I think it's our popular episode. Yeah. I really love that one. So oh, I'm dang excited. It. I, I forgot to write it down again. I was gonna I know last episode we mentioned which one it was. Let me pull it up again so I can tell you right now so you can go back and listen to it. Um, but it's, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Me too. <laughs> well, I'm doing, it's a back-to-back recording day. We have, we're doing this one now. We have um, the other Rich coming here not to much later. I think he's actually, I think he might be here. Um, but now we're doing movie riches after this, so it's it's back to back. I won't be so participating because they're going to watch some gnarly movies, so yes. Maybe um, I'll be on a future episode, not this episode. I wouldn't suggest <laughs> it. They just got this movie <laughs> Devils in, which was on the list. I think it was like in the Saturdays. Yeah. And um, if you haven't been listening, we only have like 20 left, so I'm excited. Oh, yeah, see, here comes one of the riches now. Um, but, yeah, so I have the pleasure today of watching Devil, so uh, I'm super excited. <laughs> Not really. Um, but, yeah, so that's what's happening after our wonderful little podcast so <laughs> so y'all have fun with that i'll see you next christina is leaving me with these two to watch i'm dipping right after number one this. rich here um <laughs> yes devils is today and as you know it's gonna be fantastic yeah so not looking forward to it so i'm kind of glad that we're doing a nice little fun podcast before my husband ruins me so it's great. <laughs> well, and, and Christina says she's leaving, but there's I no, am. You, you don't try and stop me. But there's no way. I will way. fight my way out. <laughs> but there's no way. We're not watching <laughs> devils. Back to Corner Convos, I found. So first, our, our first part one of Childhood Ruined was on September 20. No, I'm sorry. September 10th. Oh. So if you want to listen to our first Childhood Ruined which it did, because those yep. original stories are pretty nuts. And um, this we, one as well. On, on that one, we did, you did Pinocchio and Beauty and the Beast. Yes. And I did Snow White and Cinderella. Yes. So, what do we have today? I have The Little Mermaid, which, after reading the original one there's I know there's like a couple of versions out there and I just did the the original original and wowzers yeah. <laughs> this is so different so you can start it off if you want um but I was telling you last night I found some just random facts about the little mermaid the Disney movie yes so do you want me to tell you about those 
Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> so this was just from a an article I found on BuzzFeed. It had a bunch of different um, Disney facts, but there were a lot from Little Mermaid, and since you were doing Little Mermaid, I saved those. And the first one says that Walt was interested in making an animated movie based on The Little Mermaid as far back as the 1930s. Oh, wow. And, in fact, he hired Danish illustrator Kay Nielsen to create concept art for it. But it never got made. But then in the, the, the 1989 animated, Kay actually has a visual development credit in The Little Mermaid because I guess he already started working on concepts or whatever. So. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cute. And like The Little Mermaid was actually the first Disney movie to be released on home video following the theatrical release. And at first it was considered a gamble, and the movie was released onto home video only six months after it's released. And, of course, it went on to be a huge seller. And many at Disney didn't want it to be released on home video because they thought it would cut into the established theatrical re-release model because they would release it and then they would just re-release it. Um, right. But the success, the success of it led Disney into the 90s to shift to the home video model. And by not only releasing its new movies on home video, but it helped in creating its vault it's disney vault where they would because you remember that how yeah like, where they would release it, it for like, a limited time put it back in the vault yeah come back like a which year which is later. always super annoying i know but a huge marketing gimmick because everyone buys it all up because you're never going to get it again for like 20 years yeah me too <laughs> crystal's hands going up i am so bad but i love disney yeah. i love disney so much yeah, because if it, if it was in the vault, then you couldn't get it. Right. So you'd have to wait. That's interesting. I know. I like, oh, man. Who knew? Yeah. Nice little fun fact. Yeah, and then I just have one more. Um, it says that in 1989, The Little Mermaid was the first fairy tale since 1959, which was Sleeping Beauty. And Sleeping Beauty actually bombed in the box office. And... So Disney decided not to make another fairy tale princess movie until 30 years later uh, with The Little Mermaid. But Sleeping Beauty was able to recoup its cost and be a successful movie, but only after multiple theatrical re-releases. That makes sense. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how anybody else feels, but I was never like the biggest fan of the Sleeping Beauty movie. Even nowadays, like, I watch it every now and again, because why not? But I'm never, and like, chopping at the bit. I, I, think, <laughs> I think last time I misspoke. I think we asked what our favorite Disney movies were, and I said pretty much any anything from the 90s was mine. I like a lot of the classic Disney movies, and, the, like, the classic princesses are, are my favorites. Yeah. I don't know. I... I guess it goes with my mood. <laughs> Being a princess. But, <laughs> all right, if you want to start then, and then before yes. mine, I'll jump in with some other facts. Speaking of Disney, though. Yeah. The one that I sent you yesterday. I'm not a sponsor or anything like that, but I just think it's the cutest thing in the entire world 
There's a guy on TikTok that everyone needs to follow. Oh, I actually didn't get a chance to look at it yet. Yes. Um, his name is at brandon.hardy.art. And he has a little Disneyland. And it's so freaking cute. It's just like a, a one that he built. And every night at 8 and 9, which I learned... Um, he does a little fireworks show and projections and everything like that on the mini Cinderella castle, and it's so freaking adorable. And last night, I was texting Cubs, and I told her about it, too, and they did a, a Pixar one, I guess, that only ran for one season in 2018. And we were watching it, and it made me want to cry, because it was so cute, and it was so happy, and it was like you're there watching the fireworks, so I would highly recommend that if you... Miss Disneyland. Watch that guy. Yeah, that's, that's like you're there at Disneyland. It's cute. That sounds super cute. I'm, I'm going to have to go back and watch it later then. But also, real quick, just one more Okay. before you start. I read one. I don't know if you know this. I read one that said that Cinderella's castle was originally supposed to be Snow White's castle. But the year that Cinderella came out they were building Disneyland so they changed it to Cinderella's Castle to promote the movie oh that's nice yeah I like that too. personally it's got a better ring to it yeah I like Cinderella's Castle yeah. nothing against Snow White because she was the first Disney princess Cinderella's my favorite princess I so. like Cinderella more yeah and she's got what Jacques and Gus Gus and <laughs> little helpers, which I wish I had little nice helpers. <laughs> would be nice. Okay, so I picked The Little Mermaid, and what interests me was I remember, like, um, a little Facebook thing, you know, that kind of do, like, the secrets behind Disney's fairy tales and stuff like that, the truth and stuff like this, and... There was, like, one scene that caught me, or not one scene, I, I should say, but, like, one part, and it's not in this version, it's in another version, but in order to get her to lose her voice, the sea witch, like, cut her tongue off, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, it's crazy, like, it doesn't happen in this one, though, um, but yeah, like, that's what interests me, so I was like, I have to do a Little Mermaid, and then when I was reading it, I was like, oh my goodness, like, it's still pretty... Pretty different than the Disney one. I, ugh. I would hate to see this on. <laughs> um, okay, so the Disney one, everybody knows a young mermaid, you know, longs to be a human after she sees the little birthday party for Prince Eric on the ship, and she's like, oh my gosh, he's super cute, I want to be like that, gets tricked by the sea witch, ends up becoming human gives up her voice um you know then tries to marry him which intervenes all that fun stuff fight breaks out but at the end of the day her father you know is forgiving and turns her back into a human she gets married and happily ever after you know fun cute little one um so the original is a Danish fairy tale written by Hans Christian Andersen. And the story begins with a young mermaid, no name, just the little mermaid, um, who lives with her widowed father, her grandma, and her five sisters in an underwater kingdom. 
Here, it's tradition for a mermaid to swim to the surface to see the world above at age 15 once a year. Her five sisters, one by one, would go to the surface each year, and then they would come back and they would share their stories, which started to intrigue the Little Mermaid. And so it's kind of like the Amish, what's it called, room, room Sprutter, where they get to go into the modern world and, and the see outside if they world. Stay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what it is. So then they would come back and tell her stories, which started to intrigue her. And she's like, oh, it sounds so lovely up there. So finally, the Little Mermaid turns 15. She swims to the surface and watches a birthday celebration for a handsome prince and soon falls in love with him. A storm hits and the prince is knocked out and begins to drown. So it's kind of similar to the Disney one so far. Uh, she swim or she saves him, brings him to the surface, and she leaves before he wakes up because a young woman and her ladies in waiting find him on the shore, passed out. So she has to leave. Um, the Little Mermaid later asks her grandma if humans live forever. Her grandma explains that they have shorter lifespans compared to mermaids who live for 300 years and that humans have eternal souls. So when they die, they go to heaven while a mermaid turns into sea foam and ceases to exist. So this also intrigues her because she likes the idea of like going somewhere instead of just not existing anymore. Yeah. So not only does she want the prince, she enjoys the idea of the eternal soul. Uh, the mermaid visits the sea witch, and the sea witch sells her a potion that gives her legs in exchange for her beautiful voice. The witch warns her that once she is human, she will never be able to return to the sea again. Drinking the potion gives her the sensation of a sword passing through her body, but she will have two legs and be able to dance like no humans ever danced before. But she will constantly feel as if she is walking on knives with each step and will only obtain a soul if she wins the love of the other or of the prince. Oh, that's fair trade, totally. Oh, I agree, right? So you drink it and you feel like you're being I stabbed. <laughs> and then when you walk, it feels like you're walking on knives. For the rest of your life. But you sure as hell you can dance. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but if she fails um, to marry the prince and he marries somebody else at the dawn of the day that um, they are set to be married, so if he marries somebody else, the dawn of that wedding day, she will die of a broken heart and dissolve into sea foam upon the waves. Actually, really, I put a little note there. I like the way that, because I got that from Wikipedia. <laughs> Dissolves into sea foam upon the wave. <laughs> I don't know if I really like that. <laughs> so, um, she goes to the surface. She drinks the potion, which hurts her so much, she passes out naked. And wakes to the prince, who is admiring her beauty. But naked. Sure, admiring her beauty. <laughs> her beautiful face. I'm just gonna watch you <laughs> while you're sleeping. Naked. I just love how she drinks the potion and like goes into shock from so much pain <laughs> that she passes out. I'm like, that sounds horrible. <sighs> what did I do? Uh, so she wakes up, finds him staring at her beautiful body, I mean face. So <laughs> 
She dances for him, which he loves. She goes everywhere with him, spends all of her time with him, but he does not fall in love with her. What a prick. I know. He admits to the mermaid that he only loves the young temple woman who he believes saved him because that's the first woman he saw when he woke up after being saved. So he thinks it's the temple woman that saved him. Um, and he mentions it to his parents, too, and they're like, no, 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 you can't marry a temple woman, you have to marry a princess. And they're like, well, what about this one that you keep hanging out with, make her a princess? Like, no, nah, I don't like her. <laughs> so he learns that the princess in the neighboring village is the temple woman that saved him. So he's like, well, hot dog. Like, <laughs> I can marry a princess now. So the prince declares his love for the temple woman, who's now a princess, and they're set to be married. Before the dawn of the wedding, her sisters bring the broken-hearted mermaid a dagger cursed by the sea witch. They tell her she must stab the prince and let his blood drip onto her legs, and she will become a mermaid again. <laughs> Vengeance <laughs> shall be mine! I know! <laughs> All of this... In exchange for her long, beautiful hair. That's what the sea witch wants. <laughs> so, <laughs> the little mermaid sneaks into the prince's chambers, but cannot bring herself to kill the prince, and instead throws the dagger off the ship, so they're on the wedding ship at this point. So she throws it off the ship. Um, just before dawn breaks, she dissolves into sea foam, but instead of not existing... She becomes an earthbound spirit, or the daughter of the air. Here she meets other daughters, where they inform her that she was given a second chance to earn her soul. She must spend 300 years doing good deeds for mankind, and her soul will one day rise up to heaven. And he marries the other princess. That's bullshit. And that's it. She, she got the wrong end. <laughs> she got the wrong end of the stick, and she's got to do all these good deeds. I know. <laughs> she's dancing for him, and he loves to see her dance. And at the same time, she's probably like, "Ow, ow!" Like this really freaking hurts. And then he doesn't have the passion to marry her. Like that's messed up. Uh, How could you fucking fall in love with a guy who's you're doing all this stuff for, and he's like. So, you know the princess in the other neighborhood. It's like, no! You know what this is? This is the reversed medieval version of friend zoning. That she got hella she got friend zoned. That is so unfair. <laughs> because I, I bet you if he knew exactly what she went through, he probably would have been like, oh shit, now I really owe her something. Which kind of sounds bad, but it's like, no dude, you really you owe do. her. You owe that woman marriage because... She, Especially since she never stabbed your ass. Right? <laughs> or even became a mermaid again. Like, I don't know if it's specified that she had to kill him. But, you know, I mean, if she didn't have to kill him, I still would have stabbed him in the arm and let his blood drip on me and become a mermaid. Because it's like, obviously, he's sleeping next to this other girl. Like, hello. <laughs> There's no reason I should even be here. But still sacrifices her life and still has to spend 300 years helping mankind That's to get a, like a, a soul. <laughs>
And that is the story of the Little Mermaid. <laughs> Who did win at the end of it. Still has to work to earn a soul just so the guy that she loved could marry another woman. <laughs> I didn't like that. <laughs> I didn't like the ending, but yeah. No. Um, so that was, that's my story. <laughs> Christina. It's a fun, it's a fun story. It's so great. Mine's it's so depressing. <laughs> mine's great too. But before we get to mine, I'll just do just a couple more. I think, yeah, I only have just a couple more little fun trivias. I was just trying to find filler since we only did one each this time. Well, in my defense, though, <laughs> we were going to do this last weekend, but I got sick again, twice. So I wrote one story because I figured we were going to try the Zoom thing last weekend. But then the more I talked, the more I sounded, like, really sick and dying. So I only did enough to, like, so the little mer- you know, like, kind of So I only did enough one story thinking that I wasn't going to be okay. But I'm okay now, so. Yes, good. I'm glad you're okay. Uh, now stop getting sick. I can't. Oh, I'm so sick of it. Last night, Richard's sitting on the couch. He goes, do I have a fever? I was like, you better not. We are not doing this for a third time around. He's fine now, I guess. He has a he has a blood disorder, so I think he maybe had a flare up cuz, you know, red meat. Um, so I think he just had a minor flare up. He was really tired and he's stuff fine now. like that. Yeah, so he's he's he, good now. Yeah, he seems he seems fine. He's but fine. he did. He sat there. He's like, he "I is. feel really tired. I feel this. I feel like I have a fever." Everything's fine, but I told him I was like, "I think you're just having a flare up cuz it happens." <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I don't want to get sick anymore. Good. I'm done. Don't. What <laughs> about those facts? <laughs> yeah, about those facts. Um, so I said my favorite Disney princess is Cinderella. Did you say yours? Uh, Belle. Belle. I knew that. Always. I think I knew that. I love her. And so I just looked for, since we both did princesses this week, I uh, just searched for the most popular Disney princess. And I came across an article in Marie Claire from October 2020 that says that a blog called Play Like Mum analyzed Google search data to find out which Disney princess came out on top in every country. So around the world, number one. Do you want to guess? Um, Rapunzel. Cinderella. Oh, yep. look at that. In 76 countries, Cinderella was the favorite. Okay. Number two is a tie between Elsa and Rapunzel with 28 countries each. Rapunzel is far superior to Elsa, I will just say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fight me. I said what I said. (laughs) I know that's a hot button issue right now all over the internet. Rapunzel is a badass. I would go with Rapunzel. And then number three was Ariel in eight countries. Okay. I love her hair. I've always been a big fan of her hair. Mm-hmm. I can't do red anymore. I pulled <laughs> off red when I was like 15 and now I just can't. Mine's kind of faded red. It's not bad, but it definitely needs to be fixed as we were talking about earlier. I already fixed mine, so it's, it's all good. <laughs> I just need to stop being lazy and go in. That's my problem. <laughs> and then I have another <laughs> fun I forget which. I don't think this came from the BuzzFeed article. I forget where it came from. But um, it says, at one point, 
during the development of Hercules, the Spice Girls were considered to be the roles of the muses. I would love that. <laughs> I read Why that they? I know, right? And then I just put a little note so I'd remember, but just I just said personally, I'm glad they didn't go that direction because I like the whole like gospel the, kind yeah, of thing. the whole gospel feel and it, it fits like much better. On the other hand, I love the Spice Girls. <laughs> and if they did do that, that would be like the most 90s movie ever. I know. It would be. <laughs> be I can see it for both because I do like the gospel kind of sound. Yeah. I like seeing the songs and it's very Maybe, it's hey, uplifting. Hey, Disney. Hey, Spice Girls. Let's uh, let's do a reboot. There you go. If, if you're still working on a live action Hercules, which really needs to happen, now's your chance. And you got the Spice Girls, <laughs> now which I'm chance. positive would do it. Uh, okay, so <laughs> I like that though. Yeah, I yeah. wish they did. Cause I'm like now that I'm thinking about it, I was like, oh my gosh, that would have been a perfect fit. Yeah, and, yeah. The, you know, it's funny when you start reading trivia about all these movies and you learn about like who could have been these roles, and a lot of the time you're like. No, it'd have been it'd have been way worse. It would have worked. It would have flopped. And then you hear gold like this, and you're like, "What the hell Why happened?" Why didn't you? It was so perfect. Because I think even if they changed the music just a little bit, the yeah. Spice Girls still would have been a yeah, good fit. Yeah, and it would have been kind of like that nostalgia thing. Yeah. Whatever, Disney. Whatever. Mess that up. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Okay, I lied. One last thing before I start Rapunzel, because it was I thought it was a fun little tie-in between mine from last time, because I did Snow White, and then mine from this time, because I'm doing Rapunzel. There's a fan theory, I don't know if you've heard about this fan theory, that Mother Gothel is actually the evil queen from Snow White. Because it says that the queen somehow survived her fall and found the flower at the base of the mountain. Okay. And so she would have got the power and would have restored her youthfulness and been able to heal and all that. And so she would have outlived, you know, Snow White and everything else. And then it's a, part of it says that the queen's name in Snow White is... Grimhilde, which I think I know that, but I didn't know. Mm -hmm. And then Mother Gothel, so both start with G, and then both tales take place in a German-inspired setting, and apples are a occurring motif in both movies, and in fact, a Gothel is deliberately shown avoiding a bite of an apple entangled. Well, now, hold on. So forget Devils. I think we need to watch Snow White and then watch Rapunzel. <laughs> I'm gonna tell the boys. Tell the boys right now. Um, no devils. We need to do research right now. Right. Because <laughs> I need to see this. <laughs> I've seen Rapunzel once, but now that I, when you said that, I'm like, oh my goodness, I want to see her refuse to take a bite of an apple. Because then you're like, but why though? I know. Yeah. Ooh. See, I'm gonna have to watch it again because I did watch Tangled recently. Mm -hmm. If you've never seen Tangled, you guys. Me too. 
like I said, it's far superior to Frozen. Watch it. Rapunzel is my favorite. Coco is way better than Frozen. I love Coco. I see, I haven't seen Coco. It's so good. But Rapunzel is my favorite modern princess. Yeah. Anyway. I can agree with that. So, moving on. So, the story of Rapunzel. Because I know you all would love to hear it. Standard fairy tale opening, you know, once upon a time, man and a woman longed for a child. They were unlucky, but then finally the day came that they were blessed and the woman became pregnant. And as we know, along with pregnancy come the cravings. So the woman is just gazing out her window one day and she looks into this garden and she sees a bed filled with apparently delicious looking rampion, which I had to look up. Rampion is- <laughs> I was gonna say, what is a rampion? Rampion um, is a Rapunzel. I think they're interchangeable and Rapunzel is a flower. And so, so it's a flower. Yeah, it's a flower and the greens are used to make salad. I really hope I don't, like if I ever get pregnant, I don't wanna look at a flower and be like, Boy, does that look tasty. <laughs> Gotta eat it. Out of all of, well, this was also the 1800s. I think this was written in 1812. Um, okay. So, but food is scarce at I'm, this point. I'm getting fat and chocolate cake. I know it right now. <laughs> Just saying. But she's looking at this Rapunzel and she goes, you know what sounds bomb right now? Some freaking weeds. I want me a salad. Yum. So her craving becomes so intense and she so desperately wants it and she's like throwing a fit and her husband's like, yo, what's up? She's like, I need that flower. I need, I need that, you need to go get me that plant right now because I'm going to (laughs) die if I don't have a salad. So of course he obliges, like keep the wife happy when she's pregnant, right? don't want to cross her. He's like, okay, I'll get you the salad. Anything else while I'm out? She glares at him. Like, no, just salad. Okay, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. you. <laughs> Sorry I asked. So the man enters the garden, <clears throat> but the problem is the garden belongs to the sorceress. And as he's picking the Rapunzel, she catches him and she's like, really? You're stealing my plants? Okay, but wouldn't that, like, wouldn't she have known that in the beginning instead of sending her husband out there? Like, isn't there a little cottage that you can see clearly this is somebody else's property? You don't care, man. Those cravings are real. I guess so. So so I've heard. (laughs) And, And he's like, you don't understand. My wife is pregnant. <laughs> All she wants is a salad right now. She needs like the salad. It would be in my best interest <laughs> if I brought her back a salad. And this is an actual quote from the story. Oh, boy. Because I love it so much. So it says, He excused himself as best he could with his wife's pregnancy and how it would be dangerous to deny her anything. <laughs> <laughs> so even back then... Even back then, they knew. <laughs> you give her what she wants. <laughs> so much. That's so great. <laughs> so the sorcerer, <laughs> I would like to live when I go home, okay? You need salad. You don't understand. <laughs> She's going to cut my head off if I don't bring her a flower. <laughs> so the sorcerer says, okay, 
that's understandable. You know, take as much as you want, but there's a catch. He's like, name the price, whatever I want. I just, I, I just, I, I need the salad. I, I need the salad. <laughs> Sorceress says, you can have all the Rapunzel you want, but when the baby's born, you must give her to me and she's mine. Don't worry, I'll treat her like my own daughter. She'll be totally fine. Do we have a deal? The guy's like, absolutely. He's desperate. <laughs> He's desperate. So, so here's the thing. The fair trade, right? Pregnant lady wants a salad. And you want the baby. And, but after she gives birth, she has to pay for it with the baby. How are you going to come home to your pregnant wife who just had a hissy fit about salad and be like, Oh, honey. Exactly. He's <laughs> about the salad. He's worried about the wrath for not fulfilling her craving, but he's okay with taking her child away. That's wow. Some, yeah. The, <laughs> the the weirdness in these old stories, man. I know. It's like ugh, it's That's okay. why I love these fairy tales. Yeah, so the baby's born, Sorceress takes her and names her Rapunzel naturally when the child is 12 years old sorceress locks her away in the tower and keeps her away from the world and every day the sorceress comes to visit her and as she approaches the tower she yells up rapunzel let down your hair and since this little girl hasn't had a haircut in her entire life she throws down her long tresses you know this is a fairy tale because you cannot <laughs> comb a little girl's hair for shit well, if it's all dreadlocked, that would make it that much stronger, right? It would be all ratted up and nasty. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I used to cry when my mom brushed my hair. <laughs> so. so she climbs up. And... Oh, I lost my spot. Sorry. We were laughing too much. She quickly the sorceress crawls through the window. Okay. So this... Okay. Yeah, so this happens every day. Sorceress comes to visit her, brings her whatever she needs, blah, blah, blah. One day, a couple years down the road, Prince is riding through the forest when he hears beautiful singing, which is Rapunzel. And he's like, oh my gosh, how beautiful. So he follows the noise and he sees the tower. And he sees the sorceress and he hears her yell, Rapunzel, let down your hair. And so she goes up. So he's like, hmm. So he waits. She leaves. The next day he comes back and waits until dark and approaches the tower and calls up to her, Rapunzel, let down your hair. So she lets it down and he climbs up and she's obviously terrified to see this man. Right. So but I think, I think I would know from the voice. Yeah. Right. Exactly. If I heard a man, you're not just going to be like, okay, you know. <laughs> but all he has to do is just sweet talk her a little bit. Women. And it's like, hey, I'll get you out of here. You want to be my wife and live in the kingdom? Hot like, dog. Just like, leave the tower? Absolutely. <laughs> Except I can't. Marry a random man? Great. <laughs> Except I can't get down. So when you come visit me, you have to bring me silk so I can make a ladder. And when I have enough to make a ladder, we'll go on our way. So this continues. 
Um, each day the sorceress comes to visit, and when she leaves each night, the prince climbs up the tower, and the prince and Rapunzel are having a good old time until one day Rapunzel gives it away and says to the sorceress, <laughs> um, well, actually in the original story, so she's a fairy or she's a sorceress or whatever. So this quote from the story says fairy. So it says, the fairy did not discover what was happening until one day Rapunzel said to her, Frau Gothel, tell me why it is that my clothes are too tight and they no longer fit me. So she's porking him already. They've been booty calling every night oh for, for a while. And she done got pregnant. Harlot. <laughs> and can I remind everyone that she's like 14? Oh. <laughs> it's always so awful. <laughs> oh, man. And it's not indicated how old the prince is, so I guess you could use your imagination. Eh, old enough to be running around porking ladies, I guess. Yeah, so doing the dirty deed. So of course, Gothel's pissed. She's like, "You little slut!" And she smacks her around, beats her up, and then grabs her by the hair and chops it off. And then she banishes Rapunzel from the tower, and she's forced to wander the desert alone forever. And wander she does until one day she gives birth to twins. Oh, a double whammy. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Um, so that night when the prince comes and calls up for Rapunzel to let down her hair, just like every night before it, it falls down because um, the sorceress has it. He gets pulled up and he sees Gothel there instead of Rapunzel. He's a little, you know, freaked out. And she's like, yeah, she's not here. You're never going to see her again. And he is so distraught that he tries to kill himself by throwing himself from the tower. He survives the fall, but his eyes are punctured by some thorns. Oh my goodness. And so he's blind. <laughs> wow, that went weird. He must wander the land, blind and alone, until one day, years later, Somehow he comes upon Rapunzel, and she's so happy to see him, and they embrace as she cries. Her tears fall into his eyes, and she heals him. He can see again. And so the prince and Rapunzel and the twins live happily ever after. Surprise! You got two babies! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Remember all those what? booty calls we had? <laughs> I obviously embellished a lot, but the, the, this story is like one page. I was even telling Crystal, I was like, I'll just read it. It's kind of hilarious. I probably should have like just read it. Yeah. But yeah, it's, and okay. So in, in, I saw, so the website that I got this from, it compares the original version, uh, so Brothers Grimm. This yeah. is from Brothers Grimm. Cause there's also, um, other versions of Rapunzel, like prior to Grimm, but I just did the Grimm version. A lot of people know the Grimm version. Yeah, so 1812 right. is what I got this original one from. Uh -huh. The original one says 
that she, um, she says, Gothel, why don't my clothes fit? In an 1860, I think it was 1867 version, they're compared side by side. The new line is, <laughs> um, Gothel, how come you're so much heavier than the prince to pull up? So that's how she gets found out. But at the end, she still has twins. I kind of like the twin idea. Because yeah. I feel like that really gives it... it you Pretty know, double whammy. Yeah, I feel like really close fit. And then you're just like, well, maybe because you're pregnant. Well, who the heck's coming in your toe? You know, and stuff like that. But when you're like, oh, you're so much heavier than the prince. It's like... Like, I would be like, you bitch. Like, it wouldn't even be the fact that somebody else is coming to the tower. I'd be like, why you gotta be so mean like that? Like, why you gotta say I'm heavier than this dude? That's rude. That's where she got banished. Exactly. At that point, I'd be like, I'll see little... (laughs) I'd be like, why are you so mean? Like, why you gotta say it like that? That's why I would banish her. Not because she's seen a prince. I'd be like, you're rude. You need to go. That was mean. Not my fault that they just came out with bread and that's all I'm eating. Like, come on now. I'm so sick of the salads back in the 1800s. So, that's just rude. I don't know. I just loved it. It's like a short, short little to the point weird ass fairy tale. I like that one, but I thought it was fun. So I did that. I like it. We're going to have to do, I was just thinking about this. We should do like... Because I don't know how much other Disney ones we could do, but there's so many fairy tales out there. I I almost did, so if we want to do a part three, let us know if you want part three, because um, Fox and the Hound, I guess, is like fucking dark. I didn't even I I had no idea it was a novel, but I was reading about it, and I was like, ooh. It's already this. sad enough. How I much know. more sad can you get? And that's also one of my favorite ones. Like, I think it's an underrated one, personally. I always want to cry when she drops off Todd. I know. Like, oh, give Todd. You I can know. have Todd. But it's like, it's like super sad. and So I might have to do that one. But I'll have to get the book. Yeah. To read the book. So that might be in a while, because I'll have to be able to read the book. There's other fairy tales that we can do. Yeah. There's the... My favorite is the the ribbon around the neck one. Yeah, because it's like you know really what dark maybe, and heavy. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should just um, uh, like pick fairy tales and just like analyze the fairy tales because they're so fucked up. I know. Oh, that one. <laughs> that one always gets me when you like read that one because it's like he loved her, but he she could never take the ribbon off around her neck, and then one day he's like. When she's sleeping, I think is when he does it, is when she's sleeping because he's really curious and he wants to know why she has that ribbon around her neck and then pulls it. And then at the end of the story, all you hear is her head hit the ground with a thud. And you're like, ooh. It's pretty dark, but I love that one. I thought about it because I'm playing Wolf Among Us again, which is a great fairy tale yeah, game. I think I said this last time. Still haven't found it. I have to go through storage and get my Grimm's book because I do have a Grimm's fairy tales. And it's got, like, all of them in it from, I don't know, it's a relatively modern printing, so I'm sure some things are changed, but there's no denying that these are still weird stories. Yeah, so there's if another not, one I could do. About, if they're not original, we could still pick them apart and be like, what? Right. Because <laughs> there's one that I heard about, like, a king who's a pig, 
And that one's pretty crazy. So I would love to do that one. Yeah. Um, if I can remember the name of it. But yeah. We should yeah. do like a whole fairy tale one. Should, that doesn't even should. have to be Disney because fairy tales are still scary and yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a folktale one. We should do. We should do a series on that. Hells yeah. Discussion for after the podcast. <laughs> we will keep you posted because we really want to get out of watching Devil. <laughs> Let's just make this like a three-hour episode. We should. Yeah. Look, we're going to keep talking so we don't have to watch Devils. I'm not even kidding you guys right now. Like, <laughs> once this podcast ends. Crystal's afraid. I have to watch Devils. And I don't because I don't live here and I get to leave. I am here voluntarily. And if they try to lock me in, I will fight. I am busting down that door. There's so much movies I watched. <laughs> so much because of this movie, Riches. I don't want to watch anymore. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> but I can't keep talking for just a couple minutes because I told you I added a little thing to the end of mine. Oh, that's right. You did. To tie it in, kind of, to our very first episode, which was Bizarre Diets. That was kind of crazy. That one was fun. I learned a lot. <laughs> so have you ever heard of Rapunzel Syndrome? No. Let me tell you about it. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, Rapunzel Syndrome, uh, this is information I just got from Wikipedia, by the way. Um, so, Rapunzel Syndrome is caused by the ingestion of hair, and it's characterized by a compulsive disorder of pulling one's own hair and ingesting it. There are several psychiatric disorders that are associated with Rapunzel syndrome, such as, ugh, medical words, hold on, such as trichotillomania. Isn't that the one where you crave with, shock and stuff? No, uh, that is the compulsion to pull out your hair. Oh, okay. Then there's trichophagia, which is when the person then eats the hair that they pulled out. And pika, which is That's a, yeah, pika, which is a craving of non-food items such as cloth, wool, hair, or even small metallic objects, and that I do talk about in um, bizarre diets. The use of the term Rapunzel syndrome first appeared in the literature in 1968, and it's an extremely rare condition. Since, so it's been around a while. Yeah. So since then, only 64 cases have ever been noted. Okay, so it's been around a while, but it's not it's enough not, to no, be like a... It's not a real... Well, because... See, this is where it's kind of confusing. So Rapunzel syndrome does not describe... It, it's not... This is where... I'm, if there's any medical people <laughs> listening, maybe you can explain this. So Rapunzel syndrome is not pulling out your hair and eating it. Rapunzel... I don't see the, I don't know why they call it syndrome then. Rapunzel syndrome is the mass that forms in your gut. Okay. So I don't. Anyway. I might have to reach out to my cousin because yeah. she's a, she's a doctor. So I might have her explain that to me. So continu <laughs> continuing, it says it is characterized by the body of a trichobezar, which is a giant hairball that is located in the stomach. And its tail, hence the reference to Rapunzel and the syndrome's name, 
which has passed into the small intestine and or the right colon. So it forms in your stomach and it just like goes through your GI tract, basically. And I've got a picture, so I will show you and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh no. Yes. Oh no. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's accompanied by, of course, abdominal pain, nausea, vomiting, gut perforation, vitamin 12, vitamin B12, excuse me, deficiency, and acute pancreatic necrosis. So it's bad. Um, typically, the age range affected from the syndrome is between 4 and 19 years old. And women are more subject to the disorder because naturally women have longer hair than men. Right. But there is actually one single reported male case of Rapunzel syndrome, but he wasn't eating his own hair, he was eating his sister's hair. Yum! <laughs> mentioning this <laughs> you ever like accidentally had a hair in your mouth right yeah. and in your throat like I keep feeling that and I'm like how how can people eat that when I have a hair in my throat and you're doing that whole like you know how you have like popcorn stuck or something you're like <laughs> yeah you're like trying to oh yeah I don't like the feeling it's so know. gross Ugh. so obviously the treatment for this would be one to surgically remove the mask because that's the only way to get it out. Um, if they see on imaging that it's small enough, they could do endoscopy, but if, of course, it's severe, then they got to cut you open and all that. Um, and then, of course, mental health treatment to deal with the Eating underlying, part, yeah. underlying um, again, I don't know if it comes from anxiety or whatever else. I didn't look into the other disorders, but obviously mental health treatment to help you deal with your compulsion to do this. Um, as a fun fact, the largest trichobezar recorded was from a 15-year-old girl, and the tail had measured 59 inches. Ouch. So that okay, is. So do they just like poop it out or something? No, you can't. It doesn't pass. It gets uh. stuck in your gut. Remember. Um, oh. So another tie-in to the bizarre diets, so when I talked about the cotton ball diet, it forms a bazaar, and it cannot pass. It gets just stuck in your stomach. So, so if they don't have to surgically remove it, they got to pull it out. They got to pull it out. Ew. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I think because this is because this is like hair that the person is eating. Ew. I think that's what allows it to like partially go through the GI tracts. Mm. Okay. So that's why it gets the tail and all that. But yeah, so a five foot long hair tail in your gut does not sound fun. That's insane. Oh, so man. here, Crystal, since I had to see it, you have to see it. Please no. Ah! It looks <laughs> search images or you can search for the big long word which is trichobezar 
T-R-I-C-H-O-B-E-Z-O-A-R. It's it's not <laughs> Okay, let me say it's not disgusting. It's oh, it's almost, disgusting. It's disgusting, but in a fascinating <laughs> way because I couldn't stop staring at it. I'm like, yeah. that is hair. Like, what is it? And it looks like someone just like pooped out a giant ponytail is almost what it kind of looked like. So I'm like, wow, that's insane. Oh. Oh, that just bothers me. You're like, welcome. Getting a little hair in my throat. I'm like, <laughs> like oh, it's more. I, I was texting Crystal last night. I was like, you know, because this is corner combos, I'm gonna end it on a weird note. And <laughs> did I did I fulfill my promise, Crystal? You did, and you even followed up with the picture too. So. <laughs> Not only did I create a visual, but I was pretty spot on when I saw the picture. I was like, wow. <laughs> We want to nail out, so we were talking about possibly a fan theory episode because yes. I found that one fa- fan theory that I talked about, and then there's some other fun Disney ones and just fan theories in general. I think it doesn't necessarily have to be just Disney. So, if you guys have any crazy ones that you want us to do, email us, it'll be fun, or you can DM us also on Instagram. Yes, so follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Corner Combos. Instagram at Corner Combos Podcast. And then the email is cornercombospodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to listen to Movie Riches and Kay's Coffee and Books Corner. Um, All of the shows come out on Mondays, so we made it easy for you guys. Just put us in your face. Oh, yours comes on Monday, too? Yep, I switched it. Yes, it comes out earlier than yours, but yep, Corner Combos, Movie Riches, Kay's Coffee and Books Corner, all on Mondays. And right after this, I get to (laughs) do Movie Riches, so exciting. We have 20 left, so. I know, I'm excited. The guys are doing really good, so if you haven't tuned in yet, they're counting down Slant Magazine's Top 100 Horror Movies. So if you're into horror... And they're finding their footing, and or if you're into movies, because they have they have really good conversations. It's fun to listen to. They, so. if anyone is gonna do movie podcasts, I'm glad it's those two because yeah, that's all they do is watch movies. Yeah, and it's not only gonna be horror. They just started with horror because they're both huge horror nerds. So they'll have other. I think right now they're genres eventually. Yeah, so. They're doing the Slant Magazine, then they're going to compile their own Top 100, um, but while they're doing that, they're going to do a little side ones, so I think Nicolas Cage is coming up, a Top 10 Nicolas Cage movie. I, I, I told Richard, I was like, you know, you need to do a Top 10 Cage. Top 10 Cage has to happen. Yeah, so, so. they're going to do that. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger was thrown out. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? John Rob. Van Damme or something. I don't know. Jean-Claude Van Damme? Yeah, I'm thinking of Rob Van Damme from WWE. (laughs) The other one, the other Van Damme, um, they're throwing him out. I think they said Stallone. There's a lot coming up. There's a lot. And I'm sure just other genres in general, because what else do they like? They like um, 
Oh, they're going to do everything. They're going to do yeah. comedies, drama, um, video nasties, I believe, is the next list they're going to tackle. So if you're into video nasties, bizarre, weird band films, then you're going to love the next list. Because if anything, my husband is really good at, well, not finding them. They find him. That's his, like, superpower is that <laughs> movies gravitate to him, and it's sometimes the most bizarre movies you could ever even see that probably only one country knows about, and maybe it's, like, made in this tiny little small town of a budget of, like, 20 bucks, because that's all they had, and somehow the DVD made it out, and nobody on the entire U.S. has seen it, but it will find my husband. Because that's his freaking superpower. He knows how to find <laughs> the most bizarre, disgusting, weirdest movies that nobody ever knew existed on this planet. So, I'm excited for that, guys. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I think in the meantime, we'll find more topics, get guests back on, get mm-hmm. back on the road. If no you have any sickness. topics, if you have any topics, um, let us know, because I think... We're not out of ideas, but we're we're getting having there. a little trouble. We yeah. only have a few left to go through that probably are really going to be interesting. So we'll have to do a whole nother topic list because now that I'm looking yeah. at this, I'm kind of like some of them of sound already. good at first, and then they're like, "But how are we going to do it?" So we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. So. Alrighty then, I think that's it for Corner Combos, and we'll see you guys next Saturday, or Monday. Monday. We record Saturday. (laughs) Show's out on Monday. (laughs) We'll see you next week, anyhow. Yay! (laughs) Bye. Bye!